0: Do the right thing. At 15 am on 7 August 1974, a young Frenchman named Philippe Petit walked on a wire that was illegally rigged between New York's Twin Towers, World Trade Center, then the world's tallest buildings at 1,350 feet high. He spent nearly an hour dancing on the wire before he was arrested. He was then taken for psychological evaluation and brought to jail, but was finally released. Above all, he had achieved his dream after almost seven years of planning and preparation. As I watched this documentary shown in a local cinema, I was deeply moved by Philippe Petit's passion in pursuing his calling. Despite all of the difficulties he went through, and what people thought of him, he still decided to do what he felt he needed to do. I remember the nine months following the 2008 crisis that erupted in September. As a wealth advisory firm, it was a real test of our belief and courage in doing what was needed of us. When the market crashed, investors thought that the world was falling apart and many people were calling us to move all of our portfolios to cash as they feared the worst. When we didn't and the markets fell further, some clients were unhappy. They took their money and left us. The investments under our care went down and that affected our income greatly. Although troubled by declining revenue and client unhappiness, we remained largely invested and continued to encourage clients to buy in slowly as the market saw its worst decline since the tech bubble burst in 2000. From March to June 2009, the markets rallied some 30-50%. to It caused many to believe that the green shoots of the economy was appearing and that the rebound was sustainable. Looking back, it was incredulous how things had changed within the first six months of 2009. By June of the same year, the fear of the crash was completely forgotten and many were calling us to invest more aggressively for fear of missing the boat. Again, didn't do it. We kept to our strategy and invested whatever new cash we had over a period of time. As a result, our portfolio's returns performed lower than the markets, and we looked totally incompetent, at least for the short term. The thought of losing some clients ran a thousand times through my mind. Why then did we insist on sticking to our beliefs? We did it because we knew that three of the worst things to do in investing were firstly, selling in a falling market and buying in a rising market. Secondly, trying to guess when to sell and when to buy because most people, including experts, get it wrong most of the time. And thirdly, knowing the above two points yet decided or yet deciding to go ahead to do it because of fear and greed. I've mentioned earlier in the earlier episode that in a study by Michael J. Mabasin, the ex-Chief Investment Strategist of Lake Mason Capital Management, he found out that the average return of the S&P 500 between 1978 and 2007 was 9.5% per annum. If you were able to accurately avoid the worst 50 days of the market, your returns would have jumped to 18.2% per annum. But while trying to avoid these bad days, if you missed the best 50 days instead, your returns would have dropped to a horrible 1% per annum. We have remained steadfast in our belief because we know that what clients need is only the average returns of the market of or of their portfolio. There is no need to take the risk of being wrong by guessing where markets are headed. I'm not saying that we should not have a view of where the market is heading. We should, and in fact, we share that with our clients frequently. But there is a need to differentiate between views and actions. Views simply prepare you for the ride ahead. But it doesn't mean that you need to stop moving or change your course of action all the time, especially if you know that a wrong view may derail your plans. Actually. Both the clients and their advisors know the first two investment mistakes. However, it is really only the advisors who can hold the clients tightly and prevent them from committing the third. But which is easier? To give in to the client's fears to sell and join in the market's panic selling, leverage on the client's greed and buy when the market is euphoric? or plead with the clients to hold on tight and keep their eyes on the goal and not succumb to their fear and greed at the risk of incurring their wrath. We know the former is easier than the latter, but the advisor's responsibility is to do the difficult thing because the clients did not engage advisors to give them what they want, but to tell them what is best for them. Moving all of our portfolios to cash would have been much easier. We will look smarter in front of clients, retain them and will not suffer a large drop in revenue. But we will be saving our own skin at the expense of our clients' financial future. That is why we will choose to stick to our investing principles and refuse to do what the convention dictates. In this industry that is so compensation-driven, It is already very difficult to do the right thing during good times, let alone bad times. But it is in a crisis that correct decisions are needed, and even more, it is a true test for investors and especially for advisors. In Dr. Spencer Johnson's book Peaks and Valleys, he said, Peaks and Valleys are connected. The errors you make in today's good times create tomorrow's bad times. The wise things you do in today's bad times create tomorrow's good times. In the context of the current crisis, right now, in 2022, when inflationary environment is rocking the markets, both in the equities and bond space, what decisions are you as advisors if you are listening to this, or as investors making today. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence Services, kindly visit provident.com. I'll see you the next time. All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted, or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.